the recession, it's coming or maybe it's already here. Either way, I want to help you make sure you don't make these four investment mistakes if we're in a recession or if it's coming. Let's get into it. Do you feel like you were meant to live a life of financial abundance? Like you know your money is supposed to work harder for you than you work for it? Maybe you heard about the stock market and the new millionaires being created and wonder why not me? Maybe you want to invest in the stock market, but you don't know where to start. Maybe you have a 401k or an IRA, but you want to enjoy your money now, not just in retirement. Maybe you already had some success in the stock market, but you want to take it to the next level. Working for somebody else and watching free YouTube videos will only get you so far. To truly be financially free, it takes a strategic game plan, an investor's mindset, and a willingness to take calculated risks. When you're ready to get out of the rat race and onto the fast track, join us here where we break down how to manage money, how to navigate the stock and options market, and how to approach investing with the right mindset. I'm Jason Brown, stock market coach and options trader, and this is the Money Markets and Mindset Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Money Markets and Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, stock market coach and option trader, Jason Brown. And there's been a ton of talk about what? Recession, 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 right? So are we in a recession or is the recession coming? Here's the thing. We typically don't know we're in a recession until we're already in it and we look back because a recession is technically two quarters of negative GDP growth as well as um, rising unemployment rate. And so those are kind of the two denominators that trigger an official recession. And so basically we have to wait until we get another quarter's GDP. But if it's negative, then that means we're already six months behind calling uh, a potential recession. So here's the thing, whether we're in one or not, whether we're going into one or not, there's a few mistakes that Almost every investor or person who wants to invest, thinking about invest, if you want to trade, get into options, there's always a few mistakes that are being made. And I want to walk you through the four mistakes and make sure you don't make them or or at least try to avoid them as best as you can. So let's talk about mistake number one. Mistake number one is disengaging with the stock market in your investments. Okay. So most people, when things are bad, or at least they hear that they're going to be bad and the stock market starts to sell off, like it's been selling off. Most people just totally unplug and disconnect from their portfolio. They disconnect from the stock market. I even see it sometimes with our students, right? They stop showing up for class. They stop taking the courses. It is the number one mistake that you can make is disengaging from the stock market because when you unplug and you disconnect from the stock market, it takes time to ramp back up and get acquainted with the market. And so when you're not paying attention to the news, paying attention to what the companies are doing, you're not looking at charts, you are disconnected from are things getting better or are they getting worse? You're disconnected from recognizing that one of your companies might be at a great place or a great price to start investing. And so when you disconnect, you basically turn off. It's like muscles, right? It's like you can go to the gym for a week and then you can take a couple of days off and go back and you'll have what they call muscle memory. Your muscles will remember you can lift that much weight or do that many sit-ups or crunches. But if you take off for 
three months, six months, a year, trust me, that muscle memory is gone. Your muscles like we got a new memory and our new memory says we don't work out. Okay, and that's the same thing with the stock market, with your brain, with your muscles, your new muscles is going to say, how does the stock market work again? Uh, what what button do I click to buy? What button do I click to sell? I don't, I'm not comfortable. Let me go back and learn all over again. And that is a place that you don't want to be. You don't want to be going back to the beginning and erasing all the knowledge you've built up, all the information, all the practice and everything that you know about the stock market. And I see it sometimes. I see when people disconnect and I'd be like, get back in the game. Let's go. And they say stuff like, you know, I think I'm going to start watching the courses again all the way from the beginning. And it's like, why did you ever stop? It's like, go through the course. And once you're done with it, start all over again. Like always be connected with the market, the information, never disconnect, never unplug. You should always be charting, looking at stocks, looking at opportunities in the best time to buy or sell. I remember, uh, I should say I remember because it was just like a, a week or so ago, but I was talking to a buddy of mine, Scott, if you listen to the to the podcast or watching the YouTube video, this one's for you. But I was, we were talking about another um, person in our entrepreneur group. I'm like, man, how did he have the foresight to buy this property, this real estate. A couple of these guys own some really uh, nice real estate portfolios. And the one thing Scott said to me, he was like, you know what, man? He was like, these guys look at that stuff like every day. And so when a deal comes up or when the 08 market crashes, different things like that, like they know how to spot a deal because they've been watching it for so long. They know what area they want to buy in. They know what price would be a good price. And he's like, that's the same thing with you in the stock market. You watch these patterns so much that, you know, how I made that 54,000. It's like when you see it, you see it because you watch this stuff so much. And so when you disengage and disconnect from the stock market, you remove the opportunity to capitalize on those patterns or those moments when they occur, because when they occur, when you should have been looking, you had your hand head in the sand. You weren't paying attention in the opportunity whoosh, it flew right by you. So don't disengage, stay connected, stay connected with the stock market. All right, let's talk about mistake number two. Mistake number two that most people make is not investing until we find our bottom, right? So some people are like, I'm just not going to put any money to work until we hit an absolute bottom. Here's why that's a mistake. No one has been able to accurately call a bottom. Just accurately say like, that's it. That's the bottom. That's the day. All right. Let's send all the troops in. Let's send all our money in and buy everything right here, right now, today. Who's who, who does that? Who's, who's good at doing that? Let me ask that. Who's good at doing that? If you think about the pandemic, the pandemic, everything sold off. Everything sold off at the beginning of the pandemic in March. If you said, I'm not going to look at my portfolio. So if you made mistake number one, you missed the rally when things turned around. You missed an opportunity to put capital work. Then number two, if you're like, I'm not going to invest until we find an absolute bottom. Well, if you bought a little bit on the way down, a little bit towards the bottom, you were in at some really good prices. So when things turned around, you made some really good money. But if you were trying to find the absolute bottom, it's a good chance you woke up and the market was higher than it was 
when it sold off pre-pandemic and you missed the opportunity because you were just trying to find the absolute bottom. Here's the thing I can guarantee. It's very hard to pick the bottom, but I can guarantee I can show you how not to buy at the top because we have past data. And so if you look at good companies like Amazon, Tesla, just for example, stocks that are down 40 to 50% from their all-time highs, I can guarantee at least you're not buying at the top, but I can't guarantee that you're going to buy at the absolute bottom. And that's what people get hung up on. Maybe you're thinking that yourself. You're like, well, how do you know it's not going to go any lower? That's the wrong question to ask. The question to ask is how long before it returns to its highs? Because electric vehicles aren't going anywhere. In fact, they're the future. How long before Amazon returns to its all-time highs? Because they're dominating in the e-commerce space, and I can't see anybody building out a better infrastructure, delivery structure, website, and a trusted brand with 24-hour to two-day and same-day delivery I don't see anyone coming into that space to eat their lunch. And so it's not a question of how much lower can it go? Of course, it can go a little bit lower. But if it's already down 50 percent, if it fell another 50 percent, that would mean the stocks are down 75 percent from their all time highs. I do not believe they lost 75 percent of their patents, business intellect and 75 percent of their customers. That just did not happen. So don't worry about if you're buying at the absolute bottom. Don't worry about if it can go lower. Just know that you're not buying at the absolute top. And so it may be a good time to start putting money to work, especially if you're a long-term investor. Now, let's talk about mistake number three. Mistake number three is for my traders or people who want to get into trading. So investing is more like picking good companies, buying them at a decent price, waiting long-term, and ideally hoping that they go up, right? Trading is taking advantage of patterns in the chart, taking advantage of momentum, taking advantage of things that you see um, happening in the current economic environment. You might see the stock or a sector run up to resistance, start to sell off. You're like, I'm going to jump in and trade. I'm going to see if I can make money from this falling or it fell. I'm going to jump in and see if I can make money quickly from it going going up. So you're taking advantage of right now conditions. You're taking advantage of the chart. You don't necessarily really care about the news or the long-term outlook. You just see an opportunity to go in, snatch some cash, and then get back out. But the problem with trading uh, or the mistake that you can make if there's a recession coming is over trading. And meaning like one day the market's up, next day the market's down. One day the market's up, next day it's down. And so if you get that wrong four times, you, you catch it up and you're like, bet I got in. I always say the next trade that you make is most likely going to be a bad trade, right? Because you don't just continuously hit home run after home run after home run. So when you hit a home run, it's usually a good idea to just practice on your next trade. Because typically the next trade is the wrong trade or a bad trade or put a different way. This is where people make five or ten thousand dollars and then they turn right around and lose five or ten thousand dollars over trading. All right. And so don't over trade in this market. Sit, sit on your hands, be patient and take the most highly probable setups. When you see them, you like that's the one. I'm getting ready to put cash to work. And so don't over trade. And if you hit a home run, I'm telling you from what I know, your next trade, sit out or make it a practice trade. Do something because 
If you put real money to work and you're overtrading, it's a good chance that five, ten, twenty thousand dollars you just made, probably gonna lose it. Ask me how I know that. <laughs> right? I'm speaking from experience. I'm not preaching to you. I've done it before. I'm not even I've even done it now being uh in the game 18 plus years. You know, old habits die hard. You know, what can I say? Right. So I I'm telling you from experience, if you hit a home run, your next trade, just paper trade, practice trade, do something uh less than putting all that money back in and trying to double down. All right. Don't overtrade. Don't blow up your account in this market. Cause when you blow up your account, then you go back to mistake number one. Now you're discouraged and now you want to disconnect from the market. You don't want to look at it. You don't want to talk about it. You hope your friends don't ask you how's the stock market going. Right. And you don't really care if we're at a bottom or not, because you got no more money to participate in the market anyway. Right. So don't overtrade. Don't blow up your account. Now, let's talk about mistake number four. And this one is a mistake that I don't think a lot of people are paying attention to that they, they're, they're making. Mistake number four is not using this time to learn. Most people make the fatal mistake of, number one, like I said, disengaging with the stock market and not paying attention. And so when they're not paying attention, they're not learning. So if you've been sitting on the sidelines, here's what here's what most people do. And, and tell me if you've said this before. I'm, I'm sure if you're watching this, you probably said this before. Here's the thing that most people say, and I can tell they're about to make the mistake. Most people say, like, man, if the market, for example, real estate, when real estate crashed in 08, people be like, man, if real estate ever crashed again in 08, like, man, if I could just, if it could just crash, I'm gonna buy a ton of houses. They say the same thing with the stocks. If Tesla ever get back down to 600, if Amazon ever get back down to 2000, well, then it splits when I was around 100. I'm just going to buy a boatload, right? And what happens is while while you're kind of, if it ever gets back down, you haven't been taking that time to learn the market, learn how to trade, learn how to invest, learn when to buy, when to sell. And so now that is back down to these levels that you were waiting for and hoping it would get back down because you were going to buy a boatload. Now that it's back down there, you're like, how does this work again? Like, I need to take a course. Well, now you're trying to take a course. Now you're trying to understand how it works when the stock now is starting to move back up when you should have already been prepared and ready to buy. And so this is a good time to learn. See, people say like the stock market is down, a recession is coming. Jason Brown, you think it's a good time to get in the stock market or start learning this? I'm like, absolutely. But in their head, they're like, no, it's a bad time to learn it, right? Because the market is down. It's like, look, you get prepared right now. This is when you get prepared for the NBA playoffs, baby. This is when you get prepared for the Super Bowl in the off season when things aren't working, when things are down, distressed um, at lower prices. This is when you should be preparing. Let's just say the recession lasts for six months. Can you imagine if you've been studying for six months, looking at charts, understanding the market, practicing, buying, practicing, selling? Are you going to be more or less prepared to make money as we come out of the recession? I'll let you think about it for a second. Uh, you're going to be more prepared if you're studying right now watching the charts, understanding the language, 
practicing buying, practicing selling, practicing the strategy, managing your emotions, you're going to be more prepared for success in six months if and when we exit the recession, then six months come, it's like, we're exiting the recession. The stock market is taking off. And you're like, maybe it's time for me to learn how that works. It's like, you late. You late. You late to the party twice. First reason you late, because you said if it sold off, you'd be buying time. It sold off, you didn't buy none. Why? Because you're like, I don't really understand it. Then you didn't take the time to understand it while it was low. And now it starts going back high. You're ready to get back in. And now you're like, now nah, I need to take a course. Like you see how like backwards that is. But so many people make that mistake. And I'm trying to help you avoid making that mistake. Investing is counterintuitive. When you think you shouldn't be learning, you should actually be learning and studying. All right. When the market's at all time highs, you probably should be selling and taking profit. When markets at all time lows, people sell at the low and be like, I can't take it no more. I got to get out. It's like, well, it's at the low now. Only way for us to go is back up. But they're selling at the bottom because it's counterintuitive. Your human instincts um, have taught. Well, they, your human instincts haven't been trained to be an investor. You've been trained to go to school, work, get a good job. You haven't been trained to look for opportunity. You haven't been trained to prepare during down times. Most people, speaking of a job, most people, what do they do? Right before the job interview, they like, can somebody look at my resume or uh, can somebody do a mock interview? What type of Googling, what kind of questions they might ask me. But like, if you've been preparing for that all along, you're like, oh, I, mean, I already know what kind of questions they asking in this market. I already know my resume up to date. I done worked on it two, three times, looked at it, put it on different paper, printed it out on two, three different papers, see how it look and feel. People are like, why? You ain't looking for a job. You're like, I know. I just like being prepared. But most people <laughs> are not going to do that. And the same thing with the stock market. And that's why most people don't have success. So what's the moral of the story with mistake number four? Don't be like most people. This is the time to tap in, get the information, be prepared for the rally. Now, I told you I said don't make these four mistakes. I'm going to give you a fifth bonus mistake that most people make. And the fifth mistake that most people make, you might have already made this mistake or um, you, you, you will make this mistake. And that bonus mistake is not having cash ready when the recession hits. When the recession hits, so much stuff goes on sale. Cars, watches, houses, um, stocks. A lot of stuff goes on sale, but here's the problem. If you were too busy buying boats, RVs, and I'm not knocking people who got boats and RVs. In fact, let me know so I can come hang out on your boat or come camp out in your RV. You know what I'm saying? But my point is for the people who overextend themselves and buy stuff that they don't need and they overpay for them when a recession hit and prices come down and now you have an opportunity to invest in some stuff, pick up some properties, pick up some stocks, pick up some cars, watches, whatever at good prices. Most people don't have any money. They don't got no cash free. And so the mistake that I said, if you already made it is you ran up your credit cards, you've already tapped out your home equity line of credit. You've already spent all your disposable income on maybe stuff that you don't need. And so now you're tapped out. The other mistake that you could be making is you're not thinking about raising money right now. 
You see, I walk around every day thinking about how can I raise money? I'm like, mm, the house is paid off. Should I open up a home equity line of credit? Do I need it right now? No, but I want to be prepared if I need some extra money because some stuff are just on super sale, super deal. I want to be prepared to pay for it. My credit cards, are they all clean with no charges on them right now? Yes, because if a deal comes up and I need to swipe that card and put a down payment on a flip rental property or flip real estate property or just whatever, I want to know that I got access to capital in different places, but I didn't just wake up today and be like, there's a good deal out there. I wonder where I'm going to get money from. I'm thinking about how to raise extra capital right now, or I'm already prepared and have raised capital right now so that I can be prepared to take advantage of some deals when they come. And that is how people get uber rich in recessions. Because when everybody else had their head in the sands, they weren't paying attention. They're like, oh my God, the market's down. I don't want to watch it. Or housing's down. I just don't even want to look. Some of us was like, ooh, I've been preparing for this. I've been studying. I've been reading. I've been watching charts. And I've been raising capital. I've been raising capital, getting ready for the opportunity. Once you think about it, most people... When they lose money in the market, they disengage, they disconnect. And this is the time to make the market pay you back. This is the time to make the market pay you back for any money that you lost. I had somebody email me and say, you know, like, oh, I think I'm done investing. I lost $10,000. Like, I'm done. And I'm like, I respect that. You know, cool if you're done. But it's like, did you put $10,000 worth of effort in? Like, were you studying? Were you reading the charts? Were you preparing for these moments? And then when you quit and be like, I lost 10,000, you quit right at the time where it's time for the market to pay you back tenfold. It's time for the market to pay you back. I don't mean today and I might not mean tomorrow. It could be six months, 12 months. But as we come out of a quote unquote recession, if we go into one or if we're already in one and then we start to rally if you're not involved, you won't get that refund check. <laughs> you won't get that refund check. So bonus mistake number five is not raising capital or having already spent the capital on unnecessary stuff. And now you got no what we call opportunity money. You got no money for opportunity. And I'm telling you, in a recession, opportunities become plentiful, but not for everybody. For those of us who have been getting prepared who have been raising capital, who've been studying and who've been watching, we're the ones who are going to be blessed to A, be able to spot an opportunity and we're going to be double blessed for being able to capitalize on the opportunity. Nothing worse than seeing an opportunity and you like, but I got no money. I, I, I see it's an opportunity, but when I had a chance to study, I chose not to. And so like, I understand I can make money, but I don't fully understand how it works. Don't be in that camp. So I'm letting you know, don't make these four mistakes. Don't make the bonus fifth mistake. And then do me a favor. If you found any value from this podcast episode, from this video, from this blog post, wherever you're watching this at, number one, hit the like or subscribe button, especially if you're on YouTube. We should be over 100,000 subscribers by now. If we not, help us get there. Number two, don't be an information hoarder. Share this episode with a friend or someone who needs to hear this. Make sure your friends are not making these four and five mistakes. If you keep this information to yourself, you're just selfish. 
you're not selfish, are you? No, you wouldn't be watching my videos if you're selfish. So show me you're not selfish. Hit the like, hit the subscribe button, share this with a friend. I'll see you on the next episode. I got to go get ready for some recession opportunities. Hey, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you're ready to learn how to have your money work hard for you instead of you working hard for it, then I want you to join us inside Power Trades University. Power Trades University is my group coaching program where we look for real trades in the real market every week for two hours live. It's all recorded and timestamped in case you can't make it live. You also have access to my amazing community of traders, plus access to all of my best-selling stocks and option courses, and even my master classes. Just head on over to www.powertradesuniversity.com. Once again, just head on over to www.powertradesuniversity.com, and I'll see you on the inside.